Hey, hey, and welcome to the Tara Malil Show. Here is where we have incredible interviews and conversations with powerful, ambitious, and highly successful women. We hear about the start of their journey, how they got to where they are now, what were some of their biggest successes and most epic failures. And they also help share their expertise and tips for you to practically implement to help you along your entrepreneurial journey as well. Don't forget, we are here for you. So if you have questions that you want answered, please write in to tara at taramalel.com and we will make sure we get the best experts to answer those questions for you. We do that every Friday. Now, stay tuned. We have epic stories coming up. Hey team, today we're talking to the incredible Sophie Mamechi, CEO and founder of Real Entrepreneur Women, an uncensored, real deal, global networking community that launches entrepreneur women into their dreams while they smash their business goals. After quitting her job in 2019, she launched her first high-level mastermind, the Wealthy Woman Mastermind, that takes women from the hustle and grind to clients lining up to paying you the big bucks on repeat. Sophie has partnered with Australia's top companies over 15 years while juggling the busy mum gig with two gorgeous kiddos. Her vision and energy flows through the heart of the company as she backs women to rise and become wealthy on all levels in business and life. Hey, hey, beautiful listeners. Now, some of you may not know, but we have a free community called Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. It's where we get to continue these conversations, connect with guests and other entrepreneurs to share our expertise, find some cool tips, and there's some awesome collaborations happening over in the community. So if you are not already a member, jump on over and connect with us there. That's Business Mastery Community over on Facebook. I'll see you in the group. I am so honored to be chatting with Sophie Musumechi from Real Entrepreneur Women. She is such an inspiration to me and others, um, other women in business because she is the real deal. She runs a global networking community that launches entrepreneur women into their dreams while they smash through their business goals. Now, after quitting her job in 2019, which I'm sure we'll hear all about, she launched her first high-level mastermind, the Wealthy Woman Mastermind, that takes women from the hustle and grind to clients lining up and paying you the big bucks on repeat. Sophie has partnered with some of Australia's top companies over 15 years while juggling the busy mum gig with two gorgeous little kiddos. Her vision and energy flows through the heart of the company as she backs women to rise and become wealthy on all levels in business and life. Sophie, welcome. Uh, Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me, Tara. It's great to be here. Oh, it's such an honor, such an honor. And I know you've been doing this for a long, long time, this entrepreneurial gig. But uh, as you said in the intro, things sort of shifted and changed in 2019. So I definitely want to dive into that. But can you talk to me about, like, if I can take you way, way back to the very beginning, to the first bud of this this idea? Um, Did it start out as you knew you wanted to create a networking community? Was it something else? Can you talk to us about those first, first few months or first few moments? 
Yeah, uh, no, I did not know. <laughs> I did not have <laughs> any, um, any idea or desire to have my own business growing up. I wasn't one of those, you know, I didn't, I wasn't one of those, you know, kids that was making lemonade stools and selling stuff at home. That's definitely not my story. Um, I was working in corporate and I came home one day and realized that my son, Toby, who was uh, nearly two, had picked up more of his Polish nanny's mannerisms than he had of mine or my husband's. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. So um, I, I can still remember that moment. We lived in a tiny apartment in North Sydney and I still remember. And I just was like, it was like, oh yeah, you know the word. Um, yeah. And I just I went to the fridge. Hey. Yeah. And you can totally swear on this podcast. I oh, Cause I was like, oh fuck. Um, because <laughs> yes. I had a stay-at-home mum myself. Uh, we grew up on a hobby farm in South Australia and I just missed the importance of having your parents mm. around more, I suppose. And I kind of thought, you know, the girl from the country, by the way, who, you know, left school in year 11, had somehow managed to end up in a really cool corporate job. Um, mm. Living, you know, in the city, uh, we had a nanny, childcare, we had childcare as well, but we, had a, we did part-time with nanny. Um, I thought it was, I was like, awesome. And yeah. then that reality kind of hit that what I had worked really hard for to create, actually, at the end of the day, like money's not everything. Mm. Um, and, and even the multiple six-figure salary wasn't enough to have my son be more like his nanny than he was me. Like, mm. you know, I kind of wanted, even if, <laughs> even if he was kind of, even the bad bits, they should come from me, you know? So yeah, yeah. It kind of started down that path. I really didn't know what was available. Um, my niche, my first business was in network marketing, um, mm. where I see a lot of entrepreneurs kind of starting out where they, you know, didn't know that that's what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And through that, I really understood the value of networking and the value of relationships and, um, yeah, and, and of working on your mind and that continual personal growth really kind of came in. I remember mm. going to these networking events and, there were just fabulous women there. They were so talented. Everyone had their own types of businesses, but they were so alone. And whilst yeah. these networking groups, they were great and they did offer, um, you know, they, they did offer that opportunity for people to connect. It was still awkward as all F, like, mm. you know, and people are just throwing business cards out. They had no idea really how to network. And then at the end of the day, they're still, they're still isolated alone. So I kind of had this vision of, what if we could create like a B&I kind of style where people actually got results? Um, but we made it really fun and playful and, um, mm. you know, focused on not just the business side, but also, you know, the mind and the energy side. And, and from that, that's where we launched Real Entrepreneur Women. And we created these networking communities for women where they could be themselves, not be judged, be real um, and get referrals and support that they needed as well. Mm. And that was, ooh, that was like four, four and a half years ago now. God, time really flies. Wow. wow. And then the thing is that I realised that over the years of doing that, and I was still working in corporate at the time, but I had worked, I cut down, I started contracting and working like two or three days a week. So that gave me a bit more flexibility. Um, mm. But I still realised that even, even with all of the support and getting referrals and, you know, having group around you and all of that, in business, if you don't have the right strategy and the core skills to be able to attract lead and sell, mm. then it doesn't matter because mm. you won't make money. And if you don't make money, you're not financially independent. You can't support your family. 
Um, mm. And then that threat of always having to get a job or, or, you know, your business is never as important as your husband's career um, mm -hmm. is always there. So that's when I was like, okay, I feel like I've got to step up, take all my knowledge that I've got from you know, everything that I've done, my corporate career, and really pull it into a mastermind so that I could teach these women the fundamental skills on how to make yes. money in business. Mm, mm, that's awesome. That's incredible. And I, I want to go back to, I mean, you're right to your point about networking. I see so many, um, I mean, cause I love networking. I love meeting people. You're right. So many people do it so badly <laughs> and it really turns people off. So when I say, you know, part of your strategy needs to be networking, whether it's online, offline, doesn't matter do you know how many people roll their eyes at me? Like, ugh, yuck, because it is, it can be such a, a sleazy, slimy experience with, yeah, people pushing their um, business cards onto you. Or I had an experience where, you know, I got stuck talking to a guy with the worst breath ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to use all my skills to just get out of that conversation. So, <laughs> so it's awesome. I'm with you. And I think it's, so valuable that you've created this space and it's called real entrepreneur women. So yeah. I know the space that you've created allows women to show up really um, authentically and real and they get to embrace that as well. So I think the, the atmosphere of your networking events are incredible and really, um, and that's a real big credit to you as well to impart that um that atmosphere so that's been incredible and i didn't realize i mean four years you say wow four years but then i guess in the scheme of things you've come so far in just four years you know, four, <laughs> well, well i'm not right? i'm not here to mess around so i say to my clients i'm like i'm not fucking around like let's go ladies <laughs> like it. get your office sorted let's get your message let's teach you how to get leads and sell let's go like you know yeah. like, i feel like yeah. we've already wasted so much time trying to you know, mm. in the early days, get all the free downloads and go to all the cheap workshops and stuff, Ugh, try and yeah. piece all the puzzle together by ourselves, which just put us mm. in so much overwhelm because we're sitting there with, like I have this visual of this table of all this shit on it. And we're sitting mm -hmm. there with it all going, well, this person says this, but this person says this. And then, well, what if I did this? And then you just waste so much time and time is money. I feel yes. like people feel like, you know, they're happy to invest time into their business, right? But the mm. moment they have to invest money into their business, it's like the, oh, I want my business to make money before I'm willing to invest money uh, to learn yes. how to make money in my business. And I'm like, if you stay stuck in that mindset, that it's a trap. And mm. you, it, it's, that's the importance of having someone who's been where you've been, that they are where you want to go. They can shortcut that success for you. Why would you not do everything possible to, mm. to find the money, pull it out of mm. a mortgage, get a credit card, sell some shit in your house. Like, mm. you know, but they're willing to invest time. Time is the most precious commodity. Time yes. is, you can't get that back money. You can always make more money. You can always mm. make more money. Go get a part-time job. Like yeah. if you really want your business to succeed and thrive, do whatever it takes to make it happen. But yeah, real, mm. real is, <laughs> real is me. It's like, study Instagram, all of that. That's so what I actually don't promote on Instagram. Like the filters, yeah. it's just, that's not real. No one has all their shit together. Not even me. Mm. Mm. So just get in your own lane and go fast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love that message as well, because I think sometimes we do need that kick up the ass. 
really, because it's too easy to place all with, I think as women, we have so many convenient excuses, right? So many things that, um, and we let it slide with each other. Like, oh, I'm so busy. You know, I've got kids and I'm so busy. And we go, oh yeah, that's right. You know, or I'm so busy. I've got, I've got a job and I've got kids and I'm doing this, but I just can't. Oh, but, and then the housework needs to be done. And then, you know, it's just ever ending with the excuses. Right. And I think sometimes we, we allow that because if we accept that excuse for someone else, then we can accept it when we use it on ourselves and exactly horrible cycle. Yeah. Mm. it's, It's love. Look, let's, let's be really honest here. I'm saying this with so much love. You don't have a business. You have a hobby. Mm, mm-hmm. If you just want a hobby, that's fine. Yeah. But I'm working with people who want serious businesses, six and seven figure. Like, do you want that mm. or not? Or do you want to keep, you know? Yeah. Because you can stay in a hobby forever. And so talk to me now about the the vision now. So you you started with bringing um, communities of of female entrepreneurs together and nurturing that. Now you've launched this mastermind where where are you heading to in your business? What is that greater vision that you're working towards? Mm, what a question. Uh, so right now we are in full scale mode. So I have the systems and the strategies within my mastermind to support hundreds of women now, mm. So which is really exciting. Um, we've just, this month, we're not finished yet, is our biggest month on record. So my, my vision is all about my clients. So there's this thing that I've been talking about all week, actually, which is what is, what is it that makes you successful in business? What is that for me that allowed me to earn 200K in 12 months? Like, what was that? It was, it was, a, it was one single decision that I made to decide that I was worth it. And then, and then after I decided that I was worth it, I decided that my clients were worth it. And those that are playing around with all of the BS tools and strategies and random things are just getting caught up in the weeds. And so for me, it's like those that make a decision that they're worth it, a six-figure business awaits them, 100%. They, they will find this, this, the right strategy. They will seek the right support. They will be resilient. They will make it happen. And those that decide that their clients are worth it, a seven-figure-plus business awaits them because they will hire the scaling team. They will invest the money in running ads. They will do all of that stuff. But until Mm. you make those decisions, you won't get anywhere, to be honest. And Mm. so for me, I'm like, my clients are worth it. So Mm. we are are heading towards seven figures. Mm. um, And that's really, really exciting. And it's not, for me, it's not about the number. It's about the amount of women we're able to impact with, um, with what we have available for them. So... Yeah, it's, it's a really exciting time. And it's not without, like, it's not without pain and it's not without tears and it's not without, you know, frustration, you know. Mm. Like uh, when COVID hit, I mean, all of my, most of my, um, you know, I, we, we were having really high months and then it all just went, like I, I didn't make a bring on a new client for six weeks. Mm. But I had the systems in place and the money there that I wasn't stressed. And so I just went into recovery mode with my clients and really helping them come up with their pivot plans. And now on the other side, we've had the biggest month ever because we didn't go into fear. Mm. So yeah, vision for me is really, it's just about, it's about my clients now. 
I mm. like I want to see them get to where I am and beyond. Like, you know, mm. my results don't mean that that's all they can get. I want them to absolutely fly. And I've got clients with with higher packages than me, like sixteen thousand dollar packages. Um, mm. you know, which is awesome. So yeah, vision vision is all about my clients now. And being mm. very, very um mindful of my time. Mm. I'm a time, yeah. That's really time, remember? <laughs> yes, that's right. That's so huge. And so what it sounds like, because my next question was going to be what has made the, the biggest impact on your business. And, and it, you shared some of that there. It sounds like a big part of it is that, uh, I hate using the word mindset because I think it's been overused, but it really is getting into, stepping into that um, worthy kind of power shoes, you know, that yeah. that businesswoman shoes and going, this is me, you know, merging the, the, almost the perception and the attitude of who you want to be merging it with even where you are now and just becoming that person first. And then that the rest will follow kind of thing. That's, am I correct? Or that's sort of what it was, what I took yeah. from what you said. Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm my, one of my biggest values is backing women to rise. But until you can't back someone else if you don't back yourself first. So when I talk about backing yourself, it's that decision that you are worth it. Um, so, for instance, for me, whenever things pop up for me, um, whether it's energetically or in my mind or whatever, and I'm like, oh, something's just not feeling right or I might get off a call and I'm like, what was with me? You know, like I was just really off. I don't just allow that to continue. I then go and reach out. I might have a kinesiology session. I will talk with my mentor about it. Like. I, mm. I move through those things so fast right now that it still affects me, but it doesn't affect me for as long because we all have shit going on. But I suppose yeah. I've just decided that, well, my clients are worth it and I can't help anyone if I don't fix this itty bitty shitty committee that's going on right mm -hmm. now. So, mm. you know, we've got it. And because I remember, because I decided that I was worth it, I invest in going and spending a couple of hundred dollars on a kinesiology session to work yeah. with the best one or going and spending a few hundred dollars with a, a mindset coach to have a clearing session, like whatever, yeah. whatever I need so that I can be the best me for my client. That's, that's what I do. So I know that that's a shift, a big shift for some people. They might be sitting going, well, I yeah. don't have money. And it's like, well, who do you, what can you do yeah. within what you have right now that will yeah. allow you to start being that person that you need to become? Because we have to tell the universe, and this sounds a bit woo-woo, but we <laughs> have to be very clear about the person that we want to become and we have to start stepping up as that person today. Yes. Not, not, not when I have, when I, when I earn $10,000, my next $10,000, then I will go and have a massage, you know, like mm. start, go and have a hand massage, you know, like a, a $5 hand massage at the market yeah. or something. Start doing some of that stuff now so that you can start to feel that way. Because when we feel good, we do, we do things, you know, we, we yeah. take the action. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely agree. I think that's such a powerful message. And, um, and to everyone that's listening, I cannot emphasize enough, like rewind, listen to that, that last section again, because it honestly starts there with you. It absolutely starts there with you. And um, Sophie, even you mentioned like the systems and the strategies, like they're all there for you. I mean, you've got an awesome mastermind. There are other, you know, powerful people that have their mastermind out there, but it's, it's until you decide that you're worthy of that. 
and you're actually willing to step up to that, then nothing's really going to work. Those free PDFs don't do anything, no. right? <laughs> Until you decide to actually take it, run with it and invest everything you have. Not, I'm not talking like your life savings, but I'm saying energetically invest your time in that, invest money in that, you know, invest your heart and soul into making this work in the best way possible because yeah. a free a free PDF or checklist. Yeah. But you know what? If you have to invest your life savings in your business, um, and that's the only way for you to actually learn the skills so that you can, because what I teach is it's not just about teaching someone a, tr a specific tip or, a, you know, one mm -hmm. thing. Like we're teaching these women how to fish so that they can mm. feed their families for a lifetime. If Absolutely. you need to invest your life savings in order for you to learn how to fish so that you can feed your family for a lifetime, then go and do that. Like people mm. invest $50,000 in a university degree and walk out earning like 80 grand uh, into yeah. their first job or less. Like true. we've got to change our mindset around how we view our business. You can't run a six or seven figure business on a shoestring budget. You just can't. Mm. So if you have, if like we have invested massively into my business, probably like 60, 70 grand. And not mm. all at once, but definitely, especially over the last year or two. And mm. I will continue to invest in myself. I will continue to invest in the best team around me yeah. that are going to help me to get those results. So yeah, like if you've got 10 grand and that's your whole savings and you want to save that to go on a holiday or something with the family, or you want to buy a new car, I'd be looking at that going, well, <laughs> what if you invested that into your business and you learned how to make a hundred grand? Exactly then you could take your family on holidays. Then you could go, you know, buy that car. This one lady said to me the other day, she goes, oh, she could buy like a small car for, for what it costs to work with me. And I'm like, yeah. And that car is going to depreciate and it's not going to earn you any money. And what mm -hmm. we're going to teach you is going to allow you to earn the, learn the skills so that you can earn money for a lifetime. Like, That's it. Just, and you can buy five of those cars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But she hasn't yeah. made the decision that she's yes. worth it yet. Yes. And she definitely hasn't made the decision that her clients are worth it yet. Yes. Because yes. when you do, everything else becomes irrelevant. Mm, I agree. It's all just noise, right? Again, convenient excuses. Yes. Talk to me now, what are some of the biggest challenges that you have had to overcome in these last four years? What I mean, obviously COVID is a big one, but let, let's go back a little bit. What are some of the biggest challenges and how did you navigate those? Yeah, I think um, there's, been, there's been a few. Let me pick one. So I think realising that I had the wrong business model and that I invested two years <laughs> and endless hours, weekends, mm. um, and I went to work with a strategist to go, look, um, I had bought, I bought the business out from my business partner and I'd gone all in and I wanted to work with the best in the world. And it was just like, when we really sat down and really looked at it, it just wasn't the right business model that was going to serve me. I was traveling all over the country, running mm -hmm. events, running open days, um, and, you know, having to upskill all of the leaders who run the different groups, um, who are fabulous, but, you know, things change in their life and their business. So, you know, there's new yeah. people to bring on board and then the constant marketing to get new members. And 
you know, it was exhausting at the end of the day. We might have we might have built a six figure business, but what we took away was really nothing. Yes. Yeah. So the cost of running the business was just the same as what we were earning. So that was really hard. That was a really hard moment. Um, and I'm so glad that I had the right support around me to be able to see that, but it wasn't all wasted. It was just that it was time for me to rise into the real next phase of, of mm. my life. And as, as my, as a, as a business leader, I'm trying not to say it in an egotistical way, but it was time for me to rise into like, yes. it's almost like I'd been hiding in the shadows, mm. you know, like I, I was coaching execs and senior leaders and teams and like in corporate and run massive projects and done all of this. But when it came to my own business, for some mm. reason I was like, you know, you mentioned playing small. I was, I was, yeah, I was like hiding in the shadows. I was like, Oh, I'm not the, mm. and going through that moment myself mm. has allowed me to help so many women through that moment as well, who are hiding their incredible talents behind like a hundred dollar an hour session. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that was a big, because wow. you kind of think, shit, <laughs> you wasted all this time, but it's never wasted. Yes, I agree. Oh, I agree. Oh, as long as you learn from it. And I mean, exactly. I love that you laughed at the start of this question, you know, asking, <laughs> it's, it's like, how many, which one? I mean, what? I know. Because there's so many times like, like we, you know, we won a, um, we won a, a $20 or a $10,000 advertising package you know when we first got started and we're like holy shit this is it like we are going to hit the big time right (laughs) and it was like ended up being five thousand dollars of print um print advertising which let's be honest that's like half a page and um and then also five thousand dollars of digital advertising time Mm -hmm. and we were like oh my god this is amazing. And really like we may have got like one or two new members. So it may have brought us like a couple of thousand dollars, but we were just like, so set that this was it. And then, and then the next thing was like, okay, I think we need to hire a marketing team. So we're paying a marketing team like two and a half grand a month plus ad spend. And we were spending like $300 a day on ads. So we had spent our whole income, right? Yeah. Um, to get people to come to these events. So we were traveling to these events and we'd have like 50, 60 people registered for these events. And we were like, calling each of them and we had texting and they had email follow-up. So we're doing all of that stuff. And then we get there and we'd have like 30% of people show up. We went to Brisbane once and we had one event and we had two people show up. It was raining. Um, And do you know how like heart wrenching that is when you're like, this is it. We're launching in Brisbane. And then you're like, you know, we spent a packet on marketing and advertising and then there's two people in the room and we're just like, Oh, it's so good. It must be the weather. And you're trying to have a really happy face and inside you're like dying, dying. Yes. Oh my gosh. I feel that. I I don't run free events anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You cannot come to a networking event. You can't work with nothing is free. Actually, you can have a free consult with me. Um, Yeah, there you go. You have to, you have to apply and there's an application process now. So Yeah. yeah, look, yeah, good call. What doesn't cool. what doesn't kill us makes us stronger? Who come up Absolutely. with that? Absolutely. Yeah, no idea. But it's very true, right? It's very true. And I think the point I want to sort of hone in on people who are listening is the fact that these happen at whatever stage and there's no rules to say that you can't change. Like I love this. You said two years in, you went, Oh wait, what we'd been doing 
cannot continue. You know, like we we've used up as three as, years in. It took me three, three years. years. <laughs> Here you go. It's a, this is it. This is it's taken us as far as we can go, and it's not possible. So, when people spend, oh, is this the right decision? Is this? Right? It doesn't matter. Just do it. Do something. Take action, and you know what? You'll work it out as you go. And there's no reason why you can't pivot. Why you can't change? I mean, recent events like a global pandemic that zero people, business people, planned for, right? Yeah. everyone's pivoting now. It's like you kind of constantly have to pivot. You constantly have to be on your toes and there's no reason why you can't pivot, change, adapt, mold. You know, who says the way that you start out is the way that you have to continue in 10 years time? Like that's absolutely not the case. No. Nope. So you have to be able to adapt and change. And it's only when you come to those challenges, like you said, that's what caused you to change. It wasn't anything else. It was like, wow, this is not sustainable and I can't do this. I'm, you know, you feel that pressure and that's what causes you to change. So challenges are actually, I mean, painful as all hell, <laughs> but, but unnecessary, right? Yeah. And I think as well, how do we look at these when they happen? Mm. So, you know, we never arrive, <laughs> Yes. Yeah, we'll arrive. Like, um, you know, you know, yes, we've just hit 200K in 12 months, right? That's fucking mm. awesome. But that actually means that we've been able to support more women. So that's that's the yes. most awesome part. But it's not like, okay, cool. Now um, we're, we've arrived now. We evolve. We are, we are women. Like, so women evolve so much, right? We go from, you know, being in, you know, just us and then we become a wife and then we become a mom and our body gets taken over by aliens and then mm-hmm. our boobs taken over by random sucking things. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then after that, then we have to change our career and we have to, you know, evolve and, mm. you know, then we're trying to, we're trying to juggle it all. And then we, okay, we're going to be a businesswoman And uh, like, we evolve so much. My husband is still doing the same routine that he's always done mm-hmm. his whole life. He gets up early, goes to the gym. Well, he can't go to the gym at the moment, but he's doing it at home. Comes home, has breakfast with the kids, goes to work, comes home, has dinner with the kids, hangs out, watches TV, goes to bed. Like his world hasn't evolved yeah. at all. Yeah. So just you, it's you're never arriving. I think, you know, that's the thing you go, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to do this and then this is going to be the thing. And then I'm just going to be able to serve my clients. It just, we, yeah. it doesn't work that way. We always mm-hmm. evolve and the world is changing. I had one client who had 82 cancellations at the beginning of March, mm, 82 cancellations. Wow. In April, she had her biggest month yet. Damn. And then last night she messaged me and she goes, I did it. I smashed last month's goal. So she went from 82 appointments canceled to having her biggest month in over a year in April and then for May now she's just um outdone April and yeah she could have just thrown her arms up in the air and gone okay well I just need to wait this out which a lot of people did and they do Mm -hmm. they just wait for things to go back to normal or -hmm. or you can grab it by the horns and go what do I do get the support and that's the point and you're right that's business it's if the moment you go I've arrived then welcome to the descent Yes. Like you've just hit the peak and there's, there's only one way to go now, down. So we got it. We do. We keep setting the bar higher. And I think, you know, high achievers, like you said, the women that you attract, the ones who are, are ready to take ownership of, of their wants and their needs and really invest in that and step up. I think they're the type of women anyway, who just 
keep setting the bar higher. You know, it's almost like that itch that you can't scratch. You're not satisfied. You go, well, I could do more. If I've done that, then I could do more. So it's always pushing yourself. And I think we all have that within us. It's sometimes it's just a bit buried. Yeah, because we don't prioritize ourselves as the most important person in our world. And we are. So what is your number one piece of advice to people listening right now? You've got to back yourself. Mm. You have to back yourself. No one's going to back you unless you back yourself. And what do I mean? Mm. Okay, so I might be having a conversation with a lady and she really wants to work with me. She goes, I've just got to talk to my husband first. Look, and I get that, you know, we share finances in some, mm. you know, relationships and that. But what, what she's actually saying is that I want him to Make say yes, mm. permission. And the moment we seek validation or permission from anyone, we lose all our power. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, and I remember this one time we invested probably 40000 in the business and, um, and I didn't go to Daniel and say, hey, I'm thinking of doing this, what do you think? I went to him and said, look, this is what I want to do. This is why. This is how much it's going to cost. How do we make this happen? Yeah. I'm not asking him for permission. And even if your partner is the sole breadwinner at the moment, the only person that brings in the money, I don't believe that money coming into a household has a higher value over Mm. the other roles that are contributed from the other person. Yeah. So, you know, it's not his or her money, it's the family money. And you have to back yourself. If you really believe that your business is absolutely going to give you the financial independence, going to allow your family to have that lifestyle, whatever that is for you, then you have to back yourself and Mm. and get the support. Like going it alone is going to cost you so much time, money, um, pain, frustration. Mm. Um, There are quicker ways to do it. And it's not these, what do you call it? you know, the, the get rich quick schemes, like it's yes, you have, there's one thing. You have to do. Yeah. <laughs> there's normally, there is normally one thing, which is that decision to back yourself. Yeah. Right. Like that, yeah. all the, the strategies are there and the, yeah, but until you back yourself, yeah, no one else can, no one else can run your business for you. So mm-hmm. make a decision to be all in. I love that. That is so powerful. Sophie, thank you so much. Can you tell people where they can find you and if they want to work with you or get into your tribe, uh, how can they do that? Yeah. So we've got the Real Entrepreneur Women. We've got a Facebook group if you want to jump in there and you can have have a look and we've run some great video training and some tips and all of that in there. Uh, I've got a free training that's actually just come out, which is called Thrive Online. So if you want to watch that, you can go to rewomenmasterclass.com or if you just want to connect with me directly, you can find me on Facebook or uh, email me or I'm sure Tara will share the information as well. Yeah, we'll have all of those links down below in the show notes. So make sure you do reach out to Sophie after this episode and let her know what you found most valuable in your top takeaways. That would be awesome. Sophie, thank you so much. I know your time is very valuable. So thank you so much for spending your time here with us. My pleasure. Have an amazing day, everyone. And seriously, go back yourselves and go make money because money is amazing and you can make a bigger impact when you have money. 100%. Love it. Thanks, Sophie.
Hey team, thanks for joining me. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast and you rate and review wherever you listen to your podcast. Every little bit helps. I'm so excited to be sharing this journey with you. Love some feedback and we'll see you next time.